So. Yeah, there's no no. Wait, you don't watch this movie? Oh. Okay. No, oh, the only man. reason, yeah, the only reason why I say that is she's off. Not being, no, no, not being funny because she was like, "Wow." I'm like, wait, <laughs> you never do that, Lindsay. You know shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to this one. Yeah, so that's like, alright because I didn't get to watch your movie. We're even. No, <laughs> Jesus. I'm just your movie. Calm down, man. So hostile. <laughs> How do you know? Maybe he was executive producer of the person who went to the toilet. Wait, what? What just happened? Exactly. You never know because you, you never, never watched know. the movie. So no, this movie was weird as hell. I will say it was. Yeah, it was. You might get it because you're weird yeah. like that. And do you <laughs> like Stephen King novels? I do. I just exactly. Do. So you might get it. You actually might probably enjoy this one. I was um, confused from beginning to end. Yeah, although I did. I mean, I enjoyed this. this. It kept my interest. Granted, yes, I fell asleep a few times. I'm not going to admit it a whole lot, but you know. Because it kept my interest because I was trying to figure it out what the yeah. fuck was going on, but then I would get more confused and more you know try to pay attention to it. Because the movie had a pacing problem. So, like, in terms of what was wrong with the film, it was very slow. And it moved very slow because yeah. at the end of the day, you're just surrounded by grass. Yeah. True. Okay? So, this entire film, like... You know what it reminded me of? 90% of it was just in the grass. Mm-hmm. Like, it reminded me of that movie with Ryan Reynolds when he's on a fucking... Um, the fuck you call these things? Fuck. Casket. The entire movie takes place in a fucking casket. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that movie. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it's called. That's yeah, I can't remember the name. So you look it up while like, I kind of give some... So, like, <clears throat> the pacing of the film was really what I had a problem with, but it was interesting enough to keep me trying to stay awake, because... The reason you were falling asleep is because we ended up watching this one super late in the evening. I think it was Very like 10 o'clock, and I know that most of you are saying, look, okay, before you guys judge us, 10 o'clock <laughs> to, somebody, uh, to somebody above their 30s and a person who's pregnant, and yeah, it's a lot, guys. 30s No, it's suck. not. <laughs> no, it's not. That's just because you're used to it. It's all buried is what it's called. Yeah, that, that looks stressful as hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the movie takes place in a fucking accident the entire time. So... Yeah. That was the problem. It's the pacing. It was the, 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 the kind of, like, get to the next part that kind of leads to, like, okay, I'm starting to fall asleep. But the story is interesting enough that you're constantly like, okay, but what's happening? What is happening? Because at one point, the grass is constantly changing. Everything is constantly, like, there's a massive yeah. metaphysical part to this where, again, you hear the person, like, they're right next to you. And then two seconds later, they're a mile away from you. And then uh, 30 seconds later, they are next to you. And then, like, the one key thing to this whole maze is that it does not move dead things. Mm -hmm. However, it brings them back to life. Because through multiple times in this maze, we see these characters die. We see them find themselves dead, and somehow they are still coming back. Mm -hmm. They are stuck in this weird time loop that they're not aware of. And the way that it ends up stopping is one of them gets out. So like it was just it was just a weird film all around. But I think that that was the problem was the pacing. Mm-hmm. But in, ter- in terms of it being an interesting story, I I was very much into it. Yeah. Well, see what what intrigued me the most after you know getting through majority of the movie because we first hear about Becky getting lost because of the little boy. Well, as we're continuing to watch the movie, you actually find out that the little boy and his family went in years 
before. So, um, ironically enough, there's a little church that is in front of this field that they keep stopping at. And Worshipper of the Redeemer. Yeah. That name stuck in my head for some yeah. reason. <laughs> so, and this one right here is where you see like eight different cars all just kind of randomly parked. So you're like, what's going on here? Because they're all just abandoned vehicles. So as you go through and you find out that the little boy and his family were lost years before and Becky and her brother are now lost in the woods and Trevor, the boyfriend or the baby daddy has come to find them out two year or two months later, you see all the vehicles there. Now you're like, okay, so yeah. the question becomes how many people were trapped in there? Yeah. You know, cause you see, like maybe eight or nine vehicles and they're all kind of aged. Yeah. So you, you, you begin to wonder about little things like that, but, um, the little boy, the dad, um, there is a rock in the middle of this field that calls to them. That rock is in charge of the entire thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at first, it was the little boy that was trying to get everybody to touch the rock. And then it resets itself, whatever the case is. And now the dad is the one who is trying to get everybody to touch the rock. So it's just one of those things that that rock is the centerpiece of this whole entire... And it's funny, because if you notice a rock, especially when she was giving birth, it already had the engravings yeah, yeah. Engraving. of, like, the people and her giving birth and the baby coming and shit. So that rock has some kind of fucking, I don't know, power or whatever. Like, and a predictive future or some shit. I don't know. I think it's one of those things that it was just trapping people and it was having that prediction. But what it boiled down to is that the dad was the one who was the most susceptible to the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you remember, the kid at one point says, oh, it's him again. He's going to kill us. You know what I mean? Like, he goes into this whole thing of, like, we're just going to keep dying over and over and over again. Because he already knows. I feel like the rock kind of lets a certain part of you out. And the boy already knows my dad's not a good person. He's just going to keep killing people. Because at this point, he's realized that he's been in this maze multiple times, and he's gone through it multiple times. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a little bit more understanding as to how they come back to life, especially because they made such a point as to dead things don't move. Because so the grass doesn't move. die? Hmm? Grass don't die? You cut the grass, but it comes back up. I guess. I don't know. So you're saying that because they became part of the grass, they, they're stuck in this whole loop? Yeah, because if you notice, whenever whoever, even though not everybody touched the gra- the rock, but if you notice, whenever they touch the rock, they have like grass going through their their veins, veins and, and their heart yeah. and all that stuff. Okay, all right, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Again, too, but it was it still was, a weird fucking movie, but it was yeah, uh, yeah. interesting <laughs> to watch. Yeah, it was. It definitely was, and it, and the time warp aspect of it. Um, very much of a Stephen King move on that aspect of it. But it was, I mean, it was one of those that are like, holy shit. You know, when you find out that, you know, the one day that she's been in there, it's been two months. 
So you're just like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, was there any scenes that you guys were your favorite scenes, per se? My, the weirdest scene was the one where they're, you're getting close to the rock and you see the, the floor of the rock give way as she's about to give birth. Oh, God, that one. And oh. there's just this. Uh, <clears throat> it's just you see the rock like resting on a mountain of bodies. And they're just like, they're not like, they look like they're half rotten. They look like they may not even be human at some point. Like, it's just a mountain of these like dark creature bodies, like being tortured in hell, sort of a, you know, sort of an ordeal. They ever get to figure out why it's happening? Nope. That's why we need you. That's why we need you, Lindsay. You might be able to figure it out. I was too confused to to figure it out. To me, this was a meteor that landed on Earth. That's what it looked like. Because that's kind of the impression you get. It's like some meteor that impacted and then mutated or whatever, the area around it. But it's one of those scenarios where I freaking... I, I was very much intrigued into finding out more about the damn stone. And that is perhaps the biggest disappointment is that you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just left with this ambiguous question of, okay, what the fuck did I just watch? You know? Well, yeah, this is the type of movie that, like, like other movies, for example, let's say we start the movie at the end. Like, they give you a clip of the end. And then throughout the movie, they keep going back and forth, back and forth, if that makes sense. So you're fucking lost through the entire time. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, it's 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 a time it's a time warp. You You start off in the present... Yeah. And then you go to the future. And then you go And then back. you jump back to the past. And then you go to the future. And then, and then they're the all present. alive again, even though you've seen half of them yeah. dead. And then some, somehow, some way or another, they all get together at one point. But some of them have been there for two years. Some of them have been there for two months. Some just got there. So, yeah, it's, uh, we need you to watch this, Lindsay. We need your help. <laughs> you know what? No, Lindsay, fuck watching it. Just read the book. There's going to be more details in yeah, that. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Read the book, and then we'll have a discussion as to what the hell we didn't understand. Because <laughs> we're going to get the text. What the fuck did you pick, sissy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, ironically enough, I've, I mean, I'm, I was a very big reader and everything like that um, years ago. The only the only books that I've ever had issues reading were Stephen King novels. Why? Because it's Stephen King. <laughs> for me, the, I was I was able to watch or read the um, the Dream Watcher with no issue, with no issues, but huh? Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher, yeah. Um, I was able to read that one with no issues, but I was reading. Some another one of his books. I can't remember which one it was, but it was, I mean, detailed, amazing, and everything like that. But but for some reason, I just I couldn't take it and picture what was going on. Place to hold on my library card. <laughs> <laughs> it sound. I mean, based on the uh, the book itself, it's or the movie itself. It sounds like it would be a pretty good damn read. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, be, to an extent, I feel like it would be a better. Read. Probably would because, and and again we go back to, in a uh, in a backdrop, as lively as the grass, um, I feel like the book would probably offer some of the scriptures that would make your mind be more engaged because again like I think that there was the scenes were so monotonous that I think that that's where 
That, that was weird. Um, the scene that's so monotonous where I think that's where it lost me and I think that's where the pacing mm -hmm. had an issue because everything looks the same. Everybody's yeah. just walking around. And everything then there were certain scenes that were like really pitch black. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we ended up having to put our brightness up on our TV yeah. just to be able to see what was happening because it was so dark. Now, yeah. it took away a lot from the scene itself but at the same time, the scenes were so dark that you couldn't even tell what was happening. And they're showing you these details of engravement on the rock that are kind of foreshadowing what's about to happen. So mm -hmm. that that piece I had a, an issue with, too. Yeah, because, yeah, we did. We ended up, what, five minutes into it? Mm -hmm. We ended up having to... No, we made it, I think, uh, about a half an hour in before we had to put up the, it, the brightness. It was when we first saw the rock. Yep. All we saw was the shape. And we, we were basically knew, like, what the fuck is he looking at? Yeah, we knew he was looking at something, and we couldn't see what it is that they were watching or what he was looking at. So we ended up pausing it, rewinding it a little bit, and um, increasing the contrast so that we could actually see yeah. what was going on. And we ended up leaving it like that for the rest of the movie because it was any scenes with that rock was just very, very hard to see. So you couldn't see the the details and the carvings and anything like that. Um, but what always freaked me out was the, oh my gosh, the, the natives that would popped up in the woods every once in a while. The natives, the aliens, the grass. Yeah, whatever, they were grass. Whatever it was. They had to be grass beings. Like. Yeah, they were grass because if you looked at their heads because it was like heads looked like flat and it just looked like grass was coming out it of looked head. like a mm -hmm. fucking monster from stranger things like the one that opened up his mouth mm -hmm. but it was grass yeah those that's the scenes that the those things Lindsay, we need you were involved with <laughs> were extra creepy <laughs> to me i mean if it, if the book was available right away, I'd probably be sitting here reading it while you guys talk about the movie. Since I, <laughs> I will like, freaking buy it and send it to you. Read faster. Read faster. Read pretty fast, but I don't know if I can read quite that fast. Yeah, but yeah, no, this was it was interesting, and then. Um, I would still recommend people to watch it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, most I definitely. definitely this I would is, just say watch it in like an early afternoon when you're not tired. Yeah. Yeah, because this, I mean, this was definitely an intriguing movie. I enjoyed it um, a lot. I wish we had more answers in some of the the alien aspects of it. Um, granted, the when Kyle touches the rock, sees the path, and you see how large the field is that is controlled by this rock, you're just like, Holy shit, that's ginormous. Well, here's something of the film that I just kind of like thought of. Like, you, The Rock requires a host, a human host, mm -hmm. in order to draw people in, even to confuse them. We went back to the church. I just realized why there's even a church. And I'm assuming, and I hope that there would be more in the book. Lindsay, please let us know when you read this. But I have a feeling that there, at some point, all the people that we saw were people who were coming to this church because this preacher kept talking about this rock and people kept visiting. And that was his way of luring people into the grass. Yeah, because if you notice, there was a couple of holes. Like if you went through a certain path, you end up somewhere else. Like the dog, he went through this little patch and he ended up in the middle of the fucking road. Mm -hmm. And then the kid, he went through this old other and path and he was the inside the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, the church, like, was, is part of it. The church must have been, like, the, the public face, which 
I guess it's Stephen King's way of you know talking about how the, the, the negative yeah. aspects of church because he's not he's never been a a religion type of person like that. I know that he's mm -hmm. very publicly oh said a lot of things against the church. So um I just caught on to that, but that that's actually kind of brilliant. That is it is actually pretty brilliant. And um one part this is this is the thing that that kind of gets to me. Um Becky has her cell phone with her. And she finally gets service. She calls herself, leaves herself a voice message to not go into the woods, to never leave, and just, just. No, she doesn't. That's the thing. That's why this movie is so movie. fucking weird. She called she herself. Called. Oh, she and called had herself. had a conversation yeah. with herself. Yeah. Because at that point, she kept saying, wait, who is this? Who is this? And that's what you heard when the phone was on the ground. And it was her, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was okay. her trying to stop herself. Lindsay, we need you. And then, and <laughs> I'm then, just kidding. And then um, after the little boy escapes through the church, comes out and sees the the Becky and the um, brother almost going back into the grass, she stops, or the little boy stops them. And she's sitting there going, I, something doesn't feel right about this. And um, we, we should go back. And they go back. Or they, they end up heading, basically heading home because of the message that, you know, she left herself or the phone call herself received but never received. So... It's it's little flippy parts like that. You're just like, wait, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's this movie was weird. It was good, but it was weird. <laughs> what did you oh, say, yeah. Lindsay? It sounds like what? I said, sounds interesting. <laughs> Lindsay's like, this is up my book. This is up my alley. This is up my right book. Now. Is up. This is what. This is up <laughs> my fucking. <laughs> No, um, I feel kind of bad because I didn't watch it. It's all good. Shit happens. I was watching other stuff. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, it's highly recommended. I think people would enjoy it. So, yeah, mm -hmm. if you, if you love Stephen King, you'll definitely love this movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, were there any parts that you liked, Ray, or creeped you out a little bit more? Then you thought it Creeped should. out? No, I was just confused throughout the whole fucking. Because I was trying to make sense of everything, and the more sense I try to make, the more lost I got. Because that's how this movie went. At least for me, I'm a retard. So. <laughs> I just I have questions about the the boyfriend now. I have questions so of life. The boyfriend is dead. Does that mean he's still stuck in the loop? Is he still gonna come in there? He, what's gonna draw him in? Now that the kid is gone, what's gonna get him to? He's go not. The remember, place? I mean. I mean, the kid's mother. He and didn't really still die. There. He touched the rock, so now he's part of there, and he didn't want to come out. He saved the kid. Yeah, but at the end, you see him being absorbed into the end, in, into the abyss, basically. So mm. is he dead? Is he gonna come back to life? Like you know, and get probably because uh, like the dad, he kept always coming back and killing people and shit. That's kind of why. So I'm like, he is not what the dad used to be. I guess I don't know. I'm just I'm curious to see more. Let's see. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know what? Fuck it. We're we're not gonna call this episode. We're not gonna call this episode in the tall grass. We're just call this episode, Lindsay. We need you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call it, Lindsay. We need you. <laughs> so.
So, um, all right. So I guess from there, let's go ahead and go to ratings. Chris, what'd you think? I give it. I'm going to give it three grass. Alrighty then. Ray? I'll give it three out of five birds in the middle of the fucking grass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do four out of five um, abandoned cars. Uh, I'm going to give it Five out of five weeks, I'm going to have to wait for this to come off over the library. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, really? Jesus. Actually, I think it's like three. But I'm just trying to be silly. <laughs> no, I'm going to freaking send it Love to the night. You do not hear her complaining one bit. I know, right? <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> Never hear me complain about the Stephen King book. Yeah. All right. So from there, thank you for joining us here on Control C and our review of the In the Tall Grass Um, Join us every Monday for a new episode. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on podcast services everywhere. For this and other shows, join us on geekandcast.com. Follow our Twitter and our Facebook accounts. Facebook and Instagram accounts. Sorry, I had to sneeze, but it didn't happen. Oh, you're good. Um, Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Um, Thanks to our cast. Lindsay? See ya. Chris? Bye-bye. Ray? Come join us. <laughs> Just a little creepy there. And I am CC. I was your guys' host. Have a good one. Bye. What's your name?